0: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts... Spencer and Michael Alright everybody, welcome back to the mailbag edition of the 23 Personnel Podcast I'm your host, Spencer, joined as always by Michael Season's greetings, y'all Again with a different intro, I like it
0: Trying, to, I'm trying to shake things up
1: Speaking of shaking things up, I mentioned it last week and you kind of chimed in afterwards because uh, After you listened to it the 23rd episode is coming up, and I think we need to do something special. I don't know what that is because that's in two weeks, and looking two weeks forward, um, there could be no sports going on. There could be tech in Omaha, maybe. So Rangers baseball? It's, just, it's an interesting spot. Rangers. <laughs> oh, they're awful. <laughs> But the twenty three, the twenty third episode of the twenty three personnel podcast is coming up. We need to think about something special.
0: Maybe we could, um, maybe we could commission Brian to, uh, to ooh,
1: to create the design for a shirt or something. Yeah,
0: to give us a to give us a cool twenty three personnel logo or twenty three something to update to, the logo, maybe. Well, I mean, I not maybe not update it, but just kind of. Commemorate the twenty-third episode. We'll see if we'll see if he'd be willing to to uh, to do the same thing. See if see if uh, you know you'll pay him what you pay Labar. <laughs> same same <laughs> <I've> price, just, <laughs> same contributing <I've>
1: price. <laughs> send Brian an offer of a beverage. Yeah, that's all I ever pay LeBar is, hey, do you want a water? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so he
0: doesn't even take you on it. You get a refund for a while. He's never
1: accepted any offer, (laughs)
0: which I guess is fine. That's you know. We could come up with something. We maybe we maybe we have to do something with the twenty three. Something with the number, um, or or we pick out our our two favorite running backs and three favorite tight ends, (laughs) or or whatever we need to do. (laughs) But yeah, I'm with you. We y'all y'all mentioned at the end of that last one and. We'll have to start brainstorming some ideas. Especially because there won't be any sports to talk about. We might as well milk this as much as we can. It's possible. I mean, it's possible. I, I, don't want to jinx anything, but it's possible. Yeah.
1: I probably over-romanticized the thought of making money on this, but I was like, I wonder if we could open up like a little merch store and sell things. Like Nobody cares about <laughs> a podcast and buying a shirt that says 23 Personnel Podcasts on it. Or a hat, or some kind of bumper stick. Nobody cares about that, Oh it is right now.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to pile on, but think of all the podcasts you like and you listen to. Have you ever once thought, man, I need a I need a cap that says, you know, um, revisionist history f- f- by Malcolm Gladwell on it. I really need me a. I need me one of those. Uh, this American Life bumper stickers are...
1: <laughs> which is funny that you mentioned uh revisionist here that's one of the only other podcasts i listen to it's not sports related oh did you I, I did you hear that before. did
0: you hear the one that he had oh, I was a week on or football two. yeah yeah he, dude he wasn't messing I, around so on I that so I was listening he. to it
1: like the balls of that dude yeah. to be invited to a a commencement speech At and 10. then to rail on the ad- administration of the school yep like dang
0: yeah he he doesn't. I mean, if you've listened to it, you know already. He he doesn't.
1: He doesn't mess around. When he
0: takes a stance on something, he's that's it. That's where he, that's where he stands on it. He'll stand in front of a room of people who paid him to be there, and ask him what they've done about the suicide of one of their players from three years ago, and then answer it and say nothing, just in front of. Why everybody. haven't you been doing?
1: I know, like just calls into question why yeah, they aren't just doing. Just calls more.
0: everyone. I mean, the students too. Calls everyone out. And
1: yeah, he tells them to boycott their own schools' football. It's like, yeah, quit going to the game. Like,
0: yeah, like, oh my gosh,
1: yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, it's a good episode on uh, football safety, especially with traumatic brain injuries and concussions. Really gets you thinking. Not that I think we should turn in the mailbag section into a revisionist history. <laughs> Revision. promo spot. Revisionist
0: revisionist history. Um, the other.
1: Other romanticized thought, you know, I keep having is is bringing in some kind of sponsorship, whether it's a corporate sponsorship or some kind of crowdfunding sponsorship. I mean, I can turn on the premium function on the on the podcast and and say, okay, this episode will be premium. So either, you know, it only goes to subscribers, or you have to pay per episode. Yeah, I think that, and I think like we'll get. Zero downloads.
0: Yeah, I kind of think so too because <laughs> I don't have any that I do that with.
1: I wouldn't want to pay. The, 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 your question though, when you ask about any podcasts where you'd you want to buy merch, it would be the, the Solid Verbal, the guys at, at SBN, maybe. Yeah, and they do have a, some merchandise. I just don't know if I would like actively seek it. Oh, I really need to go go buy that. Like, only time I think about it is when he mentions it before the podcast starts. I was like, uh, I guess I, I, I could check it out.
0: Right. Now I do have stake in the planes merch. Like I buy some of that stuff myself because I, I don't I don't know why I, I. I'm
1: also personally invested in how successful it is. So <laughs> yeah, I mean
0: that's that's a I, I definitely do that and I have no problem with that. But there's just something about a podcast I haven't really thought about it. Um, yeah, I guess it would make us look official if we had 23 personal polos, and we showed up somewhere.
1: <laughs> the only see the only thing I I think about, I would whatever print and wear would be like a hat or something
0: yeah I could see a hat or
1: um, and then giving out s- stickers or something
0: a hat or like stationery or like Pens. a mug I love mugs <laughs> all
1: these all the ideas that we aren't overlapping on that's funny
0: no I know <laughs> yeah we're, we're totally like uh-huh yeah that too even though that's not what I thought of
1: and nobody would buy a single piece of it
0: no no
1: except for us and maybe the guys that's taking the planes yeah like Seth and Brian and Dan, like they're, they're they'd be great supporters. I just don't know if, you know, we would have any sales outside of the six of
0: us. I think it's <laughs> possible if the right person listens, and or just the right person is a fan or, or whatever, and they know someone who has like a. I mean, I I really think it's possible we could get like a restaurant, like a local restaurant, possibly. To sponsor someday, but I just don't see it being like a lucrative. I also don't
1: think we have the listenership base to warrant anything currently.
0: So. No, yeah, we, we probably don't. Maybe you know, maybe when football season picks up, it'll be a different story. Yeah, maybe, but we'll, we'll have to we'll, see. We'll be
1: thirty plus episodes in at that point, like, what have you been doing with the past
0: thirty weeks? We just been talking, <laughs> just been talking, building the base, bro. Yeah. The base. yeah, man, we're gonna take over the world. Shoot.
1: All right, let's get to our listener questions. Dan got us going. Like I said, seems we sparked a fun hashtag Red Raiders internal debate that I turned to asking the 23 personnel to examine using the result of this trivial Twitter poll. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills.
0: There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. <laughs> he says Texas Tech is better known in the college sports world as a football school, baseball school, basketball school, or other. Now, the interesting part about this question, I think, is... Is better known in the college sports world part, because currently, I say Texas Tech is a baseball school, because of the success they've had recently, high rankings. You know, their performance. I think they're best known as a baseball school, or they are currently a baseball school. Basketball could be make you you can make a point for basketball coming up, but I think in the college sports world, just because of how ubiquitous football is especially in Texas it's hard to get away from football I agree before we get into the results of the poll what do you do
0: you have any other thoughts like yeah I actually voted football school um, I understand exactly what he's saying because success wise uh, yeah we're a baseball school I mean my gosh they've we just went over it on the previous episode they've uh, hosted three out of the five last super regionals. Or they've, I mean or they've you know been to the super regional three out of the last five seasons, they've hosted all three times. Um, the two previous times they went to the College World Series. I mean they went to the finals. Uh, in that same amount of time, basketball has made the tournament twice and they made a deep run this year, which was great. Uh, but beyond that that was you know the, other, the only other kind of national success. Football hasn't had any national success, um, but the same the same point you're kind of going with is like if you if I meet people, if I go to Vegas or if I go to Dallas or something, oh Texas Tech, yeah, you know I Kingsbury, know Mike Leach and yeah, Kingsbury, Kingsbury Air Raid, Mike yeah. Leach, uh, you know they they that's the three things that come up almost every single time immediately. Uh, they may even bring up Baker Mayfield. They'll bring up. You know, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's immediately going to be that. It's not going to be like, oh man, you you guys swept Oklahoma State and Stillwater. They're not going to say that. Uh, so, I say I say and they're not going
1: to say you've made it to three supers in five years. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're not going to say, man. Yeah, I can't believe how um, how well Zaire Smith did, and that he's going to go to the draft. So,
1: Can't believe he got picked up by the Spurs. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Gosh, that's a dream scenario.
1: Anyway. Speaking of, hold on, hold on. That may be in the realm of the 23rd episode is the
0: NBA draft. Oh, it will be. I bet that will be right around that time. and well, I think while we were recording this, I had some like sports news about Popovich and Kawhi Leonard that I may have to read.
1: <laughs> Always something with those two.
0: It popped through, but I, I didn't get the chance to read it. So I so understand thing- what Dan's asking. I don't think we should be known as a football school at this point, but I think no. we still are. So that was what I voted for.
1: Some interesting uh, interaction on this tweet with other guys. Um, Dustin, I, I guess, is a, a coworker of yours or yeah. a friend of yours. Yeah. Said the poll is incomplete without the inclusion of meat judging school. He, and you said he's not, he's not actually a tech fan.
0: No, he's, but he's 100% correct. Yeah, so if you that don't would
1: include me judging or chess. Your the list is incomplete. That's probably what the
0: other is. That would fall under the other, and and you could even go with like women's tennis now, <laughs> um,
1: or golf since they were golf, they were on the on the cusp uh, of indoor you know, competing track for a national championship.
0: Outdoor track, um, mm-hmm.
1: so distance w- running. I mean, these one of the some other...
0: incredible sports being being played here at Tech that does not involve a pigskin,
1: but can involve pig. Parts. oh
0: oh got you there that's it man
1: <laughs> so i was gonna say is another comment from a, a listener an stp reader triforce that she said that texas tech is a spring sport school which I, I agree with Yep. well basketball is technically a winter sport the good stuff starts r- really going full tilt in the spring so it counts um so yeah if you count basketball you've got basketball baseball your outdoor track um all things that are really really successful at texas tech right now and tennis excuse me so yeah spring sports just not fall which is volleyball
0: football yeah (laughs) well volleyball did better this year oh well we got to remember soccer too because soccer had a down year but uh what was it, but two they're, years ago? they're a ago? fall
1: sport, and they're really, really good with Tom Yeah, Power they're Stone really good. Group.
0: So, I mean, I think they just had a down year last year. And even then, I don't think it was, like, awful or something. It just, um, you know, they didn't get in to the national rankings like they were the year before, I don't think.
1: So, Dan put this poll up uh, about 24 hours ago. You still have another six days to go vote. Um, currently, football school is – coming at 31% in second place baseball school, maybe because of the, the relevancy and the, the timeliness is in first at 42%. That's where I put my vote. Basketball school is at 11%. Um, then I mean, other combination is at 16%. So yeah, what's interesting to if you make the comparison between sports, you know, baseball and basketball. So basketball this year went to the elite eight baseball is in the super regionals, which is, there's 16 teams left. So if you make their equivalent, like, so baseball is currently in the sweet 16. Mm-hmm. If you make it to Omaha, then you're elite eight. And Then, you know, passing, there's not really a good comparison you get to get the championship game because teams start getting kind of knocked off. It's a, one of those, um, it's a lot like the big 12 conference tournament where you've got two, 14 pods, that do a double elimination tournament and the winners of those will play for the championship. Right. So it, 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 there's not a really good comparison to basketball once you get to Omaha, but you make it to Omaha, you're elite eight <laughs> until you get to the final game and you're, you know, one, two.
0: Yeah. And so the obvious comparison to that on football would be either if you make you it know, to like the new the year's. year's yeah. The new year's bowl games or, you know, or, the playoffs. or when the, or maybe we'll, well, and if you win the Big 12, you probably would make one of those. But uh, maybe not necessarily, depending on if the other schools just have knockout years. Well, I, I guess actually there's probably no way you wouldn't make one of those. If you won You the know Big how 12. ecstatic
1: we would be if we were in a New Year's Six bowl? Well, well, I don't know like what a we playoff would do. game, but a New Year's Six, like a like a Sugar Bowl on an off year, you know We would lose our our, our heads, man.
0: Yeah. And we'd be playing someone not, um, you know, Minnesota or something. (laughs) Central Florida or no South Florida. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We wouldn't be playing the Bulls. We'd be playing, you know, some team that would be equally as excited, probably, or slightly disappointed.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: they maybe they had some really high expectations and they didn't quite make them. But that would be that'd be. Nuts, you know, tech fans would go crazy for that. So I still think, I mean, I see why you voted baseball, but I still think it's better known as, as a football school. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Kyle
1: Lang, who is on your Mount Rushmore of tech athletics? You're limited to four individuals across all the sports. And this is where my recency of my tech fan ship is going to hurt my rankings because it's going to be guys that i know and that i've seen
0: well are you gonna okay how do you so want there's to do not going to be
1: any there's not going to be any player before 2007 on my list
0: okay i i definitely have some beyond that do you, how do you want to do this do you want to list off all four of years or do we go one at a time or what do you think
1: let's let's each do our set of four
0: okay all right
1: now the other problem is because i'm such a so much more of a football fan, at least early on in my Texas Tech fandom, like it's gonna be skewed towards football.
0: That's my issue too.
1: So, top four Mount Rushmore of tech athletics. Like I guess that's gonna be two thousand seven and and later. And it's gonna be skewed heavy football. Um, obviously number one on that list is gonna be uh Crabtree. Gotcha. Um Another guy on that list would have to be Harold, even though he kind of he he spans before two thousand six. Um, and I just I'm I'm blanking. I'm trying to think of like a, a basketball guy. I he's before two thousand seven. So let me go ahead and start breaking my own rules here. <laughs> you don't have to make rules. But I've seen enough of him in highlights and, like, all that kind of stuff on the basketball side, and I would say Dora,
0: Daryl Dora. Yeah.
1: And then I'm having a hard time not going back to football because I'm trying to think, like, okay, um, if I was to go to do another sport that's not football, it would... My my thoughts are track and there's two guys that come to mind and I'm I'm blanking on their names so there's Trey Culver and then the guy uh, Gil Roberts I think was like a distance runner and jumper that were like in the Olympics and all that kind of stuff.
0: Oh, I remember that guy like from three years ago maybe.
1: Yeah, or or even further back like twelve. Oh, 13-ish. okay, never mind.
0: Well, there was there was someone who. There was another really excellent distance runner a few years back.
1: Oh, you're talking about a Kennedy...
0: Oh, yeah, I think it's... Yeah, Kennedy. That's got to be him, I think. I sound very confident. That's got to be him, I think. Um, Byron Kennedy? Or no, Kennedy no, Kathuka. Like, uh... And I'm probably butchering that. Kennedy Kathuka.
1: Maybe it's not that. So, yeah, so... Joe Roberts is obviously one of the guys I was thinking of. Um I mean I'm sorry, we're gonna be t- typing here. Kennedy was it like Kibiego?
0: No well the guy I'm talking about is Kennedy Kithuka. K I T H U K A.
1: Maybe that's him. He's from he was from sorry. Kenya. Yeah, so one of those guys because I know they were doing so much for the program and then competing on an in that international stage, far beyond you know what Crabtree and Harold have done in their respective sports. So um, I'd have those two because of my my football and recency bias. Um, I would have obviously one of those those track runners, track stars. Um, than basketball with Daryl Dora well don't at me bro because I ain't a lifelong Red Raider fan alright I'm I'm gonna know the good old days no I'm not saying these are the best four athletes of all time Um, I'm not gonna make that argument because I don't know enough of history to defend my choices but
0: I'm gonna knock you a little bit those those aren't those aren't very good (laughs)
1: I mean I'm sure you can You can replace all mine With better football players From the past We
0: only have one overlap And it's Crabtree That's who I have on my list For sure Um, He was just probably One of the best receivers In college football ever and And he
1: hasn't really Translated that to the pros But
0: Right But that wasn't the question It was Mount Rushmore Of Tech Athletics And so Definitely at Tech He is just you know, several weeks ago, we had a podcast where we were reading that he was at the top of every list, and he only played here for two years, so mm-hmm. um, Crabtree's a no-brainer for me. Uh, I'm also going with Cheryl Swoops, man. She's like one of the best. Oh, uh, I didn't even think See? No, you missed an obvious one to me. She's a four-time, or, um, four-time WNBA Marsha Sharp. Yeah, yeah, but she's because it doesn't—it doesn't have to be an athlete.
1: He just well, has that's true. Tech athletics, that's true. You could
0: you could put Marsha Sharp on there.
1: Go coaches, we can put uh, we, well, up there. She's or... already got
0: a freeway. She's fine. <laughs> um, but but no, definitely Cheryl Swoops. Um, she's four-time WNBA champion. Won the national championship attack. One of the best female, well, probably just one of the best basketball players in general, but definitely. One of, if not the best, female basketball player. So um, I'm gonna go
1: crawl in my corner and <laughs> just. That was my that was an shame. easy
0: one for me. Um, I'm gonna throw in another one too. Number one draft pick from 1983, Gabe
1: Rivera. And he was on my list, but like I have I've, I've seen like one clip of him playing.
0: I've I've seen and I
1: I just heard like he was really good, and I was like, okay, I he, don't doubt he it. He was
0: chasing I've... people down, man. It was nuts. This was a lineman, it just like. Just, well, I'm just he, glad was, a, that he like, was a nose tackle.
1: <laughs> I'm not in charge of actually erecting this, this structure because it would. It would he was like, tackling on the side What the f is this guy? Like, what is he doing?
0: You, you gotta look. You just gotta look up some Gabe Rivera highlights. Um, and for those of you who know don't know Gabe Rivera's story, it's 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 a sad one. Um, but definitely check out the highlights. The dude was phenomenal. He's he was huge. He's six two, three hundred pounds. And he would chase people and tackle them on the sidelines after lining up in front of the center. <laughs> so okay, I've got him on there. And then my fourth one. Um, this may sound crazy to you, but probably because it we just happened to watch they replayed the, the thing on Welker that they did on ESPN. They replayed mm-hmm. that this weekend, so I part of that. I saw part of that, and I saw all the stats that he leads in. You know, with punts and punt returns and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff, and then, okay, yeah, you technically aren't supposed to take into how how well they did beyond the Texas Tech, I guess, but he did really well outside of Texas Tech, and I forgot all this stuff. Like when he was at Miami, he was doing kickoffs. He kicked PATs some. He kicked some field goals some. He's probably one of the only. If, if you checked all the boxes he did, he's probably the only receiver ever to like win a Super Bowl, catch a touchdown in a Super Bowl, kick a field goal, kick a PAT, and kick a kickoff to ever live. So I've, I've got Welker or Zach Thomas. Zach, yeah,
1: those I'm, are solid choices. Those two
0: are kind of like, uh I mean, I, I think I could go with either one of those on my Mount Rushmore, but
1: cuz we so the question that we had similar to this a couple of weeks ago was like build a top 5 like to build a team yeah a top 5 whatever like you know he had skill quarterback positions quarterback receivers um from all times like well I don't know like back to 2007 and you know
0: yeah mine weren't mine weren't that great cuz i i didn't well and, you know Rivera played defense anyway he's not going to be our our and top running was back a linebacker, right but. Right, but uh, definitely on that list, I had Crabtree and Welker, I think. So that kind of overlapped a little bit, but yeah, Rivera, Swoops, Crabtree, and then Zach Thomas or Wes Welker. I could live with either of those. Yep.
1: So we had another question, or we had a question, not another question. We had a question from Triforce Shadow. How does Tadlock manage to replace as much talent as he loses to graduation in the draft every year without dropping off too much as far as production? So we kind of talked about this in the first part of the episode. I have no idea. It would drive me crazy to try to be balancing a roster and recruiting with the draft and graduation and all that weird timing and you have very little control over any of it because a guy can get drafted and he can stay with your team or, you know... Get drafted and gone and like, well, I wasn't planning on him leaving. He just blew up this year. Wasn't recruiting to replace him. He's gotta be some kind of wizard. So yeah. we, we talked about we talked about Chris Beard having a cape. I think Tadlock's gonna have like a a wand and some kind of some hat and a beard.
0: <laughs> a cloak. I, I can't I, I imagine it. He's got to you think right now he's gotta be kind it of ignoring has, it. Is that is that it probably has a lot to do with
1: um? Sorry, I'm tr- keep trying to interrupt you. No, you're good. You're yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, you you have to ignore it because right, now you know, at this point in the season, you have got to get ready for the next round of the playoffs, right? Yeah. To go into the super regionals. That's got to that, be it. your focus. You can't be thinking about it. But also, as of day two of the draft, you've lost four players. Well, you you've had four players drafted.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's no way it's not in the back of your mind, but you've just got to be like, ah. Uh, I mean, I can't, I can't think about that right now. I just can't.
1: But, and you've got another three or so that could be drafted and could leave, and that's, just on, that's, that's what's on your team now, not including the guys that you've recruited to build your team that also could be drafted and never show up to campus. Yeah. So a, a lot of it obviously has to do with, you know, you got to be in constant communication with, with the guys, especially their families. Um, both current players and and recruits see how they feel and kind of feel them out for um, where they might be interested in, in going pro in terms of where they get drafted. Um, and you just got to be really nimble in your recruiting and your evaluation. Be like we're, we want the best possible players. Understand they may get drafted. Part of your pitch has to be like, Yes, you were drafted in round 10 as a high school senior. Come play for us three years, and and we'll get you top two. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a hard sell, obviously, because you're making promises that you have very little control over because you're not a scout. You're not controlling their performance for three years and how they might project on a a draft board. So it's, it's... I don't know it's super difficult for baseball. I think it's one of the most difficult things to do as a baseball coach outside of staying out of the minutiae of the actual game of baseball because there's so much so many little things in baseball that can make or break a team. The last thing she says success begets croots or croots beget success yeah what the chicken the egg argument I don't know.
0: I think in this case it's going to um.
1: It's probably success yeah. going towards recruiting. Because
0: they're going to see that, and they're, they're going to be able to play that card like, hey, we had four guys drafted. Well, I mean, four so far. There's still 19 days left in the MLB draft. So <laughs> that we've had four, whether they all go or not, doesn't matter. You can say we had four guys drafted last year.
1: Yeah, cause I, what was it, a couple of years ago we had like 10 guys drafted Yeah, I overall. think
0: so. Yeah. And, you know, you this could point nuts. to people who are still playing, and you could... Uh, Gosh, you know I don't know nothing about baseball what's that guy Dallas Dallas Braden yeah I mean he had a great career and now he's got a, a good career in broadcasting and I mean there, there's there's some stuff to point to that they're just kind of legacy guys I know that he wasn't one of tadlock's guys but um, I, I think I think she's right on the success begets Crutes point because people are paying attention apparently the Orioles are really paying attention. Was it the Orioles or the Padres?
1: Padres no, it was the have Padres. The first four draft. Yeah, the yeah.
0: Padres got Little and Cazada, So they're they're paying attention to, to Lubbock, Texas.
1: So, Devils, I'd get to that point. The better you recruit, the more likely they are to be drafted. Yeah, Case I mean, point. that's obvious. Last year, your number one recruit um, was a pitcher out of New Mexico, Trevor Rodgers never made it to campus because he got drafted high enough he went from high school to professional baseball wow you know um, he's a as a high school senior 6'6", 190 throwing a 95 mile an hour fastball 95 miles an hour as a senior in high school gosh
0: I I don't know if I've even driven in a car going that fast with a baseball
1: (laughs) I have and it it's a little scary. <laughs> Not it's recommended. So
0: getting... Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Back to our listener question. Uh, we we've already got another comment from Dustin Jones, who uh, he'll he'll send us questions here and there, and he replied with, "Does quote locking a kid in a closet or quote screwing leech out of his job count as football?" That's mostly what I hear <laughs> from outsiders about TTU. And that goes back to what we were saying. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty synonymous with just oh, well, tell me about all the bad stuff that's happened, <laughs> or they'll or they'll remember air raid like we were saying. They'll remember some good stuff, but it's still football. Football still dominates it.
1: Yeah, and no joke. So, re- really quickly back to to Rogers. Um Trevor Rodgers, he was drafted 13th overall.
0: My gosh!
1: Last year, as a high school senior, so he was your number, number one. Bryce recruit, Harper obviously. type deal, or what? Gotta be. So he went to the Marlins. I, I don't know where he's at in, in the organization. It Doesn't really matter. Making money. Yeah, he's doing. Yep. Um, so yeah, success can bring you better recruits. Better recruits can raise you know elevate your your draft profile like hey look we had 10 guys or 12 guys drafted three of those were high school guys I don't do they really count <laughs> yeah to to your team probably not but
0: i think it kind of it it's a chicken egg deal but i i would say for the most part it it always changes you know you look at a place like alabama for football yeah they had some recruits beget success there that was how you know that was where they started. But then probably I'd say for the last five years, it's just success begets crews. I mean, you've got people knocking down the doors to go play al- at Alabama. They you don't got even got have to guys knocking down the
1: doors to go coach at Alabama. Like yeah, got, yeah. It's just you're bec- creating positions to bring in because they
0: know if they go coach at Alabama, they'll be the next coach at uh, you know South Carolina or or yeah. in, in, any other insert SEC school here 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 somewhere. <laughs>
1: The hardest thing um, that I think that goes with this to baseball is that you can have guys out of high school go professional.
0: Yeah, that is a definite wild card that you don't see. Um, like, so you, even, even in, basketball, in you, basketball, you can recruit
1: a guy, and he will be at your school at least one year. Yeah. yeah. Um, football, he's there three years. Baseball, you can recruit him. You can be your your best
0: guy. Everything could be riding on him
1: never shows up
0: <laughs> never shows up yeah
1: so i mean i don't i don't fault it i i kind of wish there was a mandatory i hate saying mandatory but like some kind of period where they have to go to college and perform because i hate missing on guys like that there's another guy that same year was like one of the top players out of canada he's like a first baseman super power hitter and got drafted real high was also committed to tech, never showed up. Um, you just wish you, you had your hands on him for a season. <laughs> right. But then like on the other side, you've got teams like her, you know, sports like football and basketball saying, well, if there was a minor league process to this, we wouldn't have the one and dones and all the drama with guys transferring to get the best possible draft profile and all that kind of stuff. So, As a baseball fan, I wish there were more high school kids going into college instead of going drafted into the professionals. But
0: I get it. Yeah, (laughs) I I totally get it too. It'd be hard not to to take that kind of uh, paycheck.
1: Cause okay, we're talking. Okay, let me just really quickly. I'm trying trying to pull this up. Um, that that draft selection for Trevor Rodgers had to be in the millions of dollars in terms of like his um the the that pick selection the value of that pick um because we saw um what's his name? I'm just playing Grant Little his salary slot um is like in the upper 800,000s as the 74th pick, and then your signing bonus can be um, How much Like it was nearly 900,000.
0: Huh. We just had a moment <laughs> of silence, I think, for that.
1: Yeah At okay, 21 so- years old. Yeah, nine hundred thousand, and that's not including your your signing bonus, which is gonna be the biggest
0: thing. Do you know how much milk and cereal I could buy for nine hundred thousand as a twenty one year old?
1: You know, what I would have done with 900000 dollars as twenty one years old. I would have bought like a nine hundred thousand dollar house <laughs> and be like cash broke, but like look
0: at the mansion I'm in, bro. <laughs> I know, and then you're on a traveling baseball team. <laughs>
1: And never in it, or like buy like a five hundred thousand dollar house, like a Lamborghini, and never drive it. <laughs>
0: yeah, that, that's like Farva's. That's Farva's solution. Have, I'd buy me a million million dollar car on Super Troopers.
1: Yeah. So it says that uh the Marlins, for their first selection last year, so the the pick they used on on Trevor Rogers, was slotted at three million eight hundred seventy five thousand eight hundred dollars. Can you imagine that kind of money like thrown at you as a high school senior? No. Nearly $4 million? No, I
0: can't. You have no idea
1: what to do with yourself with $4 million in high school. I, I, I don't know what I, what I would do with $4 million today.
0: No, I, I don't Coming know what I'd do with 30 years old. Yeah, I think it would. Um, well, it'd be really boring things now.
1: Yeah, I'd pay off loans and pay yeah, off the house and buy a couple cars. That's what I'd
0: do too. And you're like,
1: okay, now what? Uh college fund for Grayson and, and you know, other future kids we may have and
0: might get a PS four.
1: I'd buy a really big TV. <laughs> I might buy a boat. Yeah. But like, okay, so we're like we're, we're thinking about spending all this money, like that could be two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, so I now have three point eight million dollars
0: left. <laughs> Yeah, you're sitting okay. Um, man, I don't know. Uh, I, I think definitely you'd have you'd you'd buy a big house somewhere. Um, Pay
1: cash, like just walk into the bank, like yeah, here definitely There's a, a car. stack.
0: Pro- probably more than one car. I bet he's gonna have like a jacked up truck, and he's gonna have like a a sports car, some sort of sports car, and then maybe some like a Tesla or some cool electric car. You know, he's gonna have like three cars, And a boat. Yeah, and then a boat. But like
1: you know, like ATVs,
0: yeah. Oh man, I'd probably spend some money on some ATVs. <laughs> I don't even know where I'd ride them, but I'd spend some money on them.
1: Well, so he's from Carlsbad.
0: Oh, so he, he's
1: he's probably he's probably like used to going out to the dunes. Yeah, there's like tons stands. of places
0: up there to mess around out in that. out in the uh, sand, the brush.
1: Yeah. Anyways, four million dollars a high school senior.
0: Hats yeah. Off, so man. I I
1: don't. I I just I, I keep that I don't know how how I would manage that process of recruiting in a sport like college baseball where you have to replace guys that unexpectedly leave for the draft. Your recruiting class may get decimated by the draft. Um, it's it's just a difficult position to be in.
0: Yeah, and and I just can't. It's such a wild card to have a pro team as an option. It's bad enough to have other schools. You know, because they can decommit, you know, like you see in any other sport, except for basketball. Basketball usually, whenever someone commits to something, they usually kind of stick with it. But mm-hmm. football is really all over the map. You know, you may think you have someone till the very last second, and they, they have gone to another school. And it would be even worse if, it, if they had an offer from the Rams on top of that. Like, well, yeah, you could either like- play at Tech. Or Oklahoma State. Or go State. get paid
1: millions of dollars yeah. to play professional. Or Seattle. Your lifetime goal. For the
0: Seahawks. You know, which of those three are you going to do? Oh, well, of course. <laughs> let's let's yeah, go to like the Pacific Northwest. Texas Tech, Northwest. Alabama, or the Seattle Seahawks.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that's an easy choice. Yeah, it is. It is because
0: I, I can get paid legally at Seattle. Yeah. All
1: right, last question we got this week. Red Raider Reset Man had a great question. A few weeks ago this week he chimes in. Who is your pick to replace Cliff if he doesn't improve this year? So we're we're going with the assumption that performance is bad enough for him to be fired. And then he he gives us realistically. So he's like not Urban Meyer or Nick Saban.
0: <laughs> so uh, that means I want you guys still on the table, right?
1: So I, I heard I I can't remember if it was if we were talking about it with Hunter or if it was on his own podcast he was like, "I don't know why anybody wouldn't be going after Lynn Kiffin because he's just he's such a wild card he would be such a entertainment hire yeah probably because I have more I place more value in my program than hiring a a goof like Kiffen
0: right and well okay so so truthful answer um." I mentioned on the last podcast, but I'll, I'll say it again here too. This last weekend I met in Dallas with three fellow tech grads. We've been friends for gosh, a long time now. And, um, of course we talked about this and football. And I think the general consensus with us is that Seth Luttrell is probably going to be the realistic guy that would be on Hocuts radar. And I wasn't aware of it, but Adam mentioned it, that, um, Latrell and Hoka had actually played together at Kansas, and I don't think I knew that. Kansas State, or at Kansas State. Sorry. Um, so that's that's my, you know, that's my realistic pick. Uh, he's.
1: I, I really want to see how Luttrell Latrell does yeah, another year. I mean, I
0: think this year is going to tell us a little bit more, but that's just kind of.
1: And I wish he was at at a bigger, better school.
0: Right, I do too, but that's realistic for us at this point um he's down the road uh he has connections to texas high school coaches already he'll get a little bit he's more got graham harrell a on 12. his staff yeah and uh i mean the, uh, the only other one i could think of that kept get you know they were talking about sunny Cumby, and every time they would bring that up i was like no no y'all are joking yeah i think they were joking <laughs> Pretty sure they were, but we would we'd bring up like yeah, well you know when Cumbie's running things next year, it's like no, shut up, shut up, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Y'all are. I, I have a
1: hard <laughs> time thinking back like to when TCU was really successful under Cumby. was like was that really Cumbie, or was it Meecham?
0: Yeah, we'll never know because they were co offensive. He's still
1: a co offensive coordinator, isn't he?
0: I don't I don't even know anymore. I kind of you know he might be, he might be. Am
1: not even gonna like look it up? I'm just assuming he's still a co.
0: But that's um, that's my answer, um, you know. Unless unless uh, Jimbo Fisher, is becomes available, you know, we buy out his well, contract. Well, so here's
1: <laughs> no, no. Here's here's the dumb thing, which I don't really know
0: if I'd want Jimbo He's, Fisher. But I'm just I'm just kidding. There's like zero incentive
1: for Jimbo Fisher to stay at A and M because his entire contract is guaranteed by A and M. He could leave this year. Oh, that is and like still the most baggy thing. 75 million dollars.
0: He could leave this year and then go sail a boat to Zimbabwe and then just kind of hang out. He backpack. could like
1: <laughs> just cash that check and just never go back the rest of his life and live off 75 million dollars that he didn't have to work. Well, he's worked up until now to get it. I understand that he's earned it. Um, but like to earn that money from A and M, like he could go cash that check day one, and then just vanish.
0: Let's see. So how old is he? Uh, he's fifty two. Fifties. Yeah, he's fifty two. So he's still really young. He's got a lot of. uh has got a lot of golden years left. Why would you want so to? Why would you want to wait forty years? He, yeah. So if if he's maybe forty.
1: Okay, thirty years. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, my but genetics aren't living. that good,
0: but maybe yours are. <laughs>
1: I'm not okay. going to
0: be 92. I don't know anybody that was 92 in my family.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, let's, let's go conservative and say 25 years.
0: Okay, okay.
1: 25 years to live off of $75 million, so $3 million a year. I could do it. M- minus taxes and everything. $3 million a year. Dude, I could do it for 10% For the rest of, of his life if he doesn't do a dang thing.
0: I could do it for just a measly three hundred grand. Yeah. Measly. <laughs> just a measly three hundred grand just. If I was making three hundred thousand right now. <laughs> for just waking up, uh, I would be fine. I think I could manage.
1: Yeah. So I don't know how realistic it is. The guy that keeps popping up on my list that I want number one if Kingsbury's gone this year, I want the kitchen sink thrown at this man is Dave Aranda.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He always comes up too.
1: Now, I know he's been offered other jobs, and he was offered a considerable pay raise to leave LSU to be a head coach somewhere else, and he turned it down. Which is smart for him, because I think he's trying to parlay this into like a top 10 head coaching job. Mm -hmm. So I think the window on grabbing him is likely gone. We we probably missed it, just like we missed out on on Lincoln Riley, because... Bob Stoops up and retired and just tabbed, you know, Riley. Hey, you're gonna be head coach next. Go. We're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> he was supposed to be our guy. He didn't talk to us about this. Um, the other guy that keeps getting thrown around, and I don't like this idea. Is um, Brent Venables? I don't see why he would want to come to Tech. But, I mean, he's he's done he's done. Good. He's done well with defenses elsewhere, and he may be able to build on what Gibbs has done. I just, I don't think there's enough like an overlap there between Gibbs and Venables that like to really mean anything to him. I no. don't know if I... Tech is the the head coaching job he wants because he he's been a he's been basically a lifelong assistant and coordinator, probably like Venables not Venables Aranda waiting out for a a pretty good Power Five head coaching position to come available i just don't think tech is that spot for for either one of them and the more i think about it Latrell maybe the most likely outside of like a a meacham or a Cumby, somebody like still within the air raid offensive coordinator realm
0: which i i, I think we should i'm not tied to it from you know I, yeah
1: i I'm obviously not opposed to hiring a defensive coordinator as your head coach.
0: No. Next. No. I mean, I, I just hate to think about it. It's we've we've got to because we've got to be realistic, and you you guessed four wins. I guessed five so far. Um. And I don't if, think
1: 5 is enough to keep them. No. I don't know if 6 is enough
0: to keep if them. If either of those scenarios happens, this is a very real, you know, very real situation we'll be in come December if we're lucky we get that far.
1: So there's a point when it was in the the out of conference ranking article I read earlier that said if if Tech were to lose to Lamar, it could make things really interesting. It's like if Tech loses to Lamar, Kingsbury's not making the trip back.
0: No, I remember that too. Like
1: he won't be leaving the stadium and going home. He's like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to go pack the stuff in my office. <laughs> he's and just going to get on
0: back. He's going to get on 27 and hop on a flight somewhere. He's
1: going to hop on like Lamar's bus and try to go hang out with Eric Morris down at um, Incarnate Word. Yeah.
0: Or, or go see what Amandola's is up to or <laughs> he's just going <laughs> to go gonna, see what someone's up to. He's just going to, he's going to watch Menzel practice for to keep his starting job at the CFL league. I, I don't know. i
1: just the the understatement of yeah, the, <laughs> it would make things interesting in Lubbock for Kingsbury if he were to lose the game against Lamar. It's like, like,
0: it's like no Lubbock it would implode. He would he would have he would be like he would have to be escorted. You know how like refs leave the game the second the second the game's over. He would have to do the same thing. <laughs> he would have to just like he would be, be gone. He,
1: he would be booed off the field before the game's over. I would bet just oh I think so too. Nonstop booing.
0: By all 17 people still there.
1: Yeah. So, my pick, my dream pick, I I guess I would say would be Aranda. Um, I wish we had picked him up when he was leaving Utah State, when he ended up going to Wisconsin. Then from Wisconsin to LSU, he just, like I said, ballooned, I think, out of what uh, tech can afford or offer him. Latrell, probably the most likely. Um, unless there's another guy that pops up on the radar that we're like, oh my gosh, he's a great up-and-comer that we need to go get right now. I don't know who that would
0: be. Yeah, I don't know either. And I don't know if we want an up-and-comer.
1: Or like an old guy that's kind of like a value pick. He's kind of in, <laughs> declining. Is <laughs> like, he's still good enough for us.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> He'll take a pay cut sort of or he's been in he's been in uh or he's at a school with like for a really like two high years.
1: he's like a school with really high expectations that he hasn't been performing there it's like well we, we would take 9 wins a year
0: <laughs> yeah or or like like yeah we will uh, that was that was kind of the argument with someone when people were thinking that he could possibly take over last year uh I was like man the Aggies just don't realize how good they have it they're winning like eight games a year. I'm like, well, In the SEC West. I know, but that does get I am sure that does get uh, frustrating when that's all you're doing. It's like there's just just flatline. It's all Tech did for like a decade. Yeah, look how look how frustrated we were. We fired our guy for going
1: <laughs> 11 and 1. Yeah. Well, and not just Well no, it was
0: 9 and 3 that year. 9 and 3. Well, not just uh that, but okay all right well we talked about this this weekend here we go we talked about this (laughs) this weekend too okay leech leech is great and all everyone you know whatever but tech played one less conference game they didn't always and probably seldom played an f a power five school in non-con they had like some of the softest weakest non-conference games I mean, they would have been like number nine or eleven or twelve every year. So yeah, Leach would he could scrape by with eight games more often, but he was playing one less conference game, and he was not playing uh, a power five school consistently in non-con. And then on top of that, you you you're in the Big Twelve South, to where the Big Twelve South was always more stacked than the North. The North would mm-hmm. every now and then Nebraska would. Or Nebraska was usually pretty good, but every now and then Missouri or Kansas state would make some noise and you might draw them on top of it all. But you know, now you, you play Kansas states, you know, seven and one when you play them, that's, that's just how it works. You play them every year. So I, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a lot to be said about that, that he, he did have a good record on it, but things have changed a, a lot. And, and, uh, 10 years, you know?
1: So looking at that, um, the out of conference schedule for like 2008, specifically you played Eastern Washington Ooh. at, at Nevada. Yeah. Home against SMU home against UMass. <laughs> Those are your, so you had four out of conference games. You had two groups of five to FCS.
0: Who did we play from the Big 12 North?
1: You were at Kansas State. Okay. Um, it doesn't say at Nebraska, but the location says Nebraska. I'm almost 100% positive that game was in Lubbock. I and think that might have
0: been an overtime game. It was. And then at
1: Kansas. So you played Kansas, Kansas State, Nebraska.
0: Okay, so you, you drew a pretty good lot from the Big 12 North. I mean, Kansas, whatever. Well, but.
1: So it was Kansas and Kansas State. It was like a Ron Prince year. So, you got you got a you got a um, oh I'm blanking a Bo Pelini, Nebraska team. Yep. And then Ron Prince Kansas State and a Mangino Kansas team.
0: Okay. Okay. So I mean I, I don't know. I just when 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 one game matters so much in the scheme of things, where winning eight games sounds so much better than winning seven. Let's not, let's not put too much praise on Leach for winning eight games more consistently because it was easier to do it. Yeah.
1: Let's go back to 2007 just really quickly. 2007, this was not the schedule. I know you played SMU. Um, you were on the road for that game. You were on the road at Rice. Okay, so you were at SMU, home against UTEP, at Rice, home against Northwestern State.
0: So two years in a row. So so far, just in the two year random years you picked, neither none of the eight non-conference games were Power Five schools. Zero. Yeah, you had none of them.
1: Two Group of Five. Three, if you count SMU, but you played them twice. I mean, you blew out Northwestern State. That was like Parents' Weekend. I remember that game. I took my parents to it. Seventy-five to seven.
0: Oh my gosh! I don't remember that one. I was there almost I, the entire time. I probably was there, but I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, I might have missed a few of them. I'm sure I did. I know I did. But it seems like I would have remembered the seventy something if I was there. Because I remember TCU, like in 04 or 5, where it was just, we beat the absolute dog out of them.
1: It was like the 70
0: to 35 game, wasn't it? I think it was, I think it was worse than that. But yeah, it was definitely, we got in or the 10? 70s. Yeah, 70 to 10 is what I had in mind. Was head. that the Nebraska game? The, the, I think they were both pretty similar.
1: Uh, All right, sorry, I, I said one more. Uh, 2009, another year that you think you were pretty good non-conference games were North Dakota. Mm. You had the return game from Rice. You were at Houston which you inexplicably lost.
0: Oh, I remember that one. We and talked about against, that one this weekend too.
1: <laughs> home against New Mexico. So, North Dakota, Rice, Houston, New Mexico.
0: So, no Power 5 schools again.
1: You and you had one group of 5 school.
0: Yeah. That's well, tough. Like,
1: as, as as much it's as It's a gauntlet, as we, guys. Can't <laughs> believe Leach our, managed our eight wins. Schedule. It's
0: unbelievable that he managed eight wins as often as he did. I just I just don't fathom it.
1: <laughs> I don't get. It. And then like, okay, so the conference schedule you were at Texas, that was the the game where Potts had his head ripped off.
0: Yeah, no call, nothing.
1: No call. You had the same kind of play this past season where Shimnick was a target of a Blatant targeting. I think Leach no
0: got fact. fined after that Texas game.
1: No, yeah, he ripped into them, and like that was the week he got like the record uh, fine. It was that that or 2007? It was one of the games where there was th- at it was I think the Texas Potts game one. in Austin.
0: I feel like it was the Potts one that made him finally just lose it, but maybe not. There may have and been. I can't remember if that him. was
1: like a Billy Crystal,
0: uh, not Billy Crystal. <laughs> The guy from that hosts the Oscars? <laughs> no, it was You're right about that TCU score by the way. It was seventy to thirty five. Yeah. I think it was then my the, first like, tech game.
1: The other so the two thousand nine the conference schedule was the same as the two thousand eight and you just flipped it where you were. So you were you played Kansas State, Nebraska, and Kansas.
0: Okay. Well, now I'm just. Yeah, um, I'm curious. Like the O3 schedule, I just Randy Crystal. There you go. Like the O3 schedule. Um. What did they do? They played. SMU. New Mexico, NC State, and Ole Miss. So they actually had a pretty dang good one.
1: They had one group of five, one power five. Yeah, that was... No FCS. That was
0: in 03. So that that was pretty salty.
1: And that that Ole Miss team had, uh, what's his face, Eli Manning on it.
0: Yeah. And we won. Tech won that one, 49-45. But, okay, so... We just randomly picked one year out of what four that we looked at, and so out of thirty-two games, there was one Power Five school, yeah.
1: and like two Group of Five. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail us on that, but we were talking about that this, this you weekend. We went for a while on that one. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, kind of a little tangent. Anyways, possible replacements
1: for Kingsbury. Likely to be a guy like Littrell maybe an unknown. I would hope it for. A, I would hope for a guy like Aranda. I guess we'll see. I mean, I I don't want to see Tech go four and eight or five and seven, but I'm also at the point where I think you should pull the plug and reset or flip the switch, whatever it is. Yeah, and you've been <laughs> there like for a while, a couple of years, but um, kind of start building again we'll see we'll we'll definitely be going over all this stuff as the season goes along we've mentioned before we will probably have a post-game podcast until we can't stand it anymore it's just too depressing (laughs) no i don't know that's possible Um, there
0: might be a couple weeks where we just call in sick
1: like no we're not doing no there's no
0: way there's no way you don't want to listen to what i would have to say
1: And I'm wondering if there's a way we could do it live, because I think that would be really cool too.
0: There's probably like a, yeah, there's like probably a some Facebook
1: way. Live. We'll have to figure that out too. Okay. Make, see, because that almost sounds like we'd have to be in the same room. Sorry, we're going back to the conversation we had before we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think an hour is sufficient for a mailbag. <laughs> That, that Probably was too like long. Four questions. <laughs> yeah, if you're still listening, I'm so sorry. Um, so that'll do it for us on the mailbag edition of the 23 Personnel Podcast. For Michael, I'm Spencer. Thanks for listening.